So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. Frank Gore ran for 48 Future yards. Future Hall of Famer. No. Stop yes. It. Stop. You're out your freaking mind, Max. I don't want to have this conversation now. <laughs> I'm just going to say, being good for a long time doesn't get you into the Hall of Fame unless you're in the NBA. Um, I mean, it's not like he's a long snapper in the NFL for a long time. He was productive. Okay, if you're the best long snapper in the league for 20 years, should you get in the Hall of Fame? No. Why? Because you're not the best that valuable. Position? Okay. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Juan from the Max and Juan cast, back with the best podcast in the whole entire world with my co-host. It's Max. It's the whole wide world, bro. <laughs> What do you mean by that? You got to clarify, bro. E-A-R-F. <laughs> Man, what a Sunday, right? It had its ups. It had its downs. I don't own your life. Kind of sad, but <laughs> whatever, bro. I was Saturday, but I don't even want to talk about it. We'll get into it. Well, let's get right into it, man. Best game of the week, I felt like that was the most interesting, was this Colton Steelers game. It was a close game. It was a great game, like we predicted. Uh, Steelers came out on top, twenty-four to twenty-eight, coming down from what was it, twenty-one to three at one point. I think you're right. Yeah. Regardless, guts by the Steelers. <laughs> Juju Smith Big with guts. the re- <laughs> with the redemption of his life over here dancing in the locker room after the can game. You, can you go back to TikToking after this one? I don't know. That's, I know, right? Well, he got the dub, so apparently he is. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. After the game, the whole wide receivers and tight ends, everyone was in the locker room doing TikTok dances after the win. Did this game leave, like, a sour taste in your mouth, too? Like, I know the Steelers won, Colts lost, but I still feel like I can't trust either of these teams, man. And I really want to trust the Colts. I still trust the Colts. I I felt like today today was more of a as much Philip as Rivers. I no as much as much as I criticize Mike Tomlin, I really do feel like he outcoached uh, Frank Wright today. I don't know if I agree with that. I felt like Philip Rivers cost him this game. We put the Philip Rivers disclaimer on the picks. He had one really dumb interception where he just did his Phillip Rivers thing and flung it up in the air, and it just landed with the Steelers. And then that like the um, fumble he had, my guy, you have one job. Just hold on to the ball, my guy. I think that's just a testament on how great this defense play, though. We're always talking about how, how great the Colts' O-line is. And what about the Steelers, man? Their defense came out to play. And they were down two tackles, though. That really came back to hurt them, man. Yeah. Losing both their starting Costanzo tackles. Costanzo was a big loss. And Braden Smith. He's probably better than Costanzo on yeah. the right side. Yeah. Look, do you have more faith in the Steelers' run game or Phillip Rivers' decision-making? <laughs> I have more faith in Phillip Rivers' deci- decision-making. Is that just because he's Phillip Rivers or is because how no, bad the Steelers' run game is? That's because how bad the Steelers' horrendous. run game is. Yeah, they're so <laughs> horrendous. I want to look up the stat. Let me look up the stat. Hold on. I'm pretty sure he had less than 50 yards today, James Conner. <laughs> I mean, how many team rushing yards? Are like 60? If that. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, 20? This, <laughs> 20? 20 rush yards. <laughs> 20 yeah, it was bad. Rushing yards? They, they are so pass happy. 
I feel like that's due to because they have to be, though. It's not like they just can't run the ball. Their O line, they're huge, right? They're all like tall. They're just not good at pushing people around. Listen to this Connor, five carries, 20. Benny Snell, six carries, a whopping zero yards. He has as many rushing yards as I did. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, look, you got to give credit to Big Ben and all the Steelers, man. They were down at some point in that game. It was looking bad, and they crawled all the way back. And, dude, you cannot mention this game without mentioning T.J. Watt. How about T.J. Watt? I I think I'm convinced if Aaron Donald doesn't have an amazing game this last week, he's my defense player of the year. I think he might win it even with the amazing game because there's such a thing as voter fatigue. I know this isn't the NBA, but people don't like to vote for the same guy every year. They want to talk about the story. Pittsburgh got off to what? The 11 and 0 start? 10 and 0 start? Yeah, 11 11 wins. This is going to be a hot take. TJ Watts better than JJ Watt. I don't <laughs> it, know if that's shocking. Yeah, that's not shocking. <laughs> You know, all the Texan fans, all like the mainstream media fans still think J.J. Watt's that guy from, like, what, five years ago? Yeah. he's T.J. Watt is amazing. He, If they lose him or Mika Fitzpatrick, that team is completely decimated, and their defense is nowhere near to what, what it is right now. I really want to see them get, like, a corner on this defense because their corners suck. Like, Joe Hayden's good in zone. Who's your other corner? It's um, Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton. I, Mike Hilton's solid, but he's like a munchkin out there. He gets mossed every other yeah. drive, I feel like. I, I see him more as a as a slot guy, if anything. Yeah, he shouldn't be playing the outside. I, um, I love Minka. Terrell Edmonds is solid. This defense is carrying this team, man. They can't run the ball. Their offense is shaking. The beginning part of the game played out exactly what you wanted to see if you were a Colts fan. They went three and out. Big Ben's just throwing the ball over the place. They're short yards. Man, the defense won the Steelers this game. I don't think there's any other way to put it, right? No, straight up. Uh, Big Ben made some really good throws. Juju Smith and, he did. and Deontay they did. Johnson. Some guts. Yeah, yeah, they made some big plays. But with the conclusion of this game, does this make you think differently about either team? No, I still can't trust either team. I feel like they're just a tier below the Chiefs. I honestly would take the Titans over both of these teams. I know they just got spanked in Green Bay. I still would take the Titans over both these teams. Yeah, I really would. I just don't trust Pittsburgh because they can't run the ball. And their pass offense is pretty stale, man. They had some, like, timely turnovers today. And the Colts, I just don't trust Phillip Rivers, man. I want to so badly. But he just... He just throws the game away sometimes. I think I think you're being a little bit more hard on him than than you should, but I understand. Maybe it. I mean they they're missing the tackles. That's a big thing. I, I understand. He's I, not the type of guy you can rely on to yeah. win the game, Philip Rivers. He's like yeah. a he's like an upper tier game manager at this point in his career, you know. And to be fair on what you said, no one's on the Chiefs level in the AFC or in the yeah. NFC. So that's not a big deal to be on their level. Two, I as as bad as it sounds and as as crazy as it sounds, I still feel the same way about the Colts. I I'm not flinching on the Colts. I still think they're gonna get in. I still think they're a really good team, and I do not believe in the Steelers. Still, I I see them still losing a game, uh, for, uh, one game and done in the playoffs. It doesn't change any any type of perspective for me on on neither of these teams. If they play someone bad in the playoffs, they can win the Steelers. But yeah, if they match up with someone decent, I think it's over for them. Good luck. Where where has Chase Claypool been lately? I know he had like a f- couple he yards. Had a little today, bit. I think he had like fifty yards just, today. I feel like he was so strong in the beginning. He's just cooled off so much. Maybe that pace was just too much to keep. You know, yeah. like three touchdowns it, against my Eagles. Shout it, out. It's a lot of mouths to feed. It is James Washington, Deontay, Juju, even Ebron when he's not dropping balls all over the field. He's a good receiver. <laughs> yeah. Or tight end. He was basically a big receiver. He doesn't block. Maybe that's why you can't run the ball. Exactly. You can't block either. And the Steelers got away today with, of course, they got a win. But, man, 
How about the Cleveland Browns losing today to the one and fourteen Jets? You mean the two and thirteen Jets? <laughs> oh yeah, they won. <laughs> Yo, I guess the Jets don't believe in Trevor Lawrence. They're just like, nah, we don't need him. Sam Darnold, man, he's balling. I got to give it to him. I feel bad for him that he's just been in mediocrity and crap for, what, three years? Yeah. Is Adam Gaze going to keep his job? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. No, well, please don't. Well, don't. look, <laughs> for those wondering, the final score was 23-16. to 16, And let's get it out there first before we start start talking about it. The, the Browns receivers... Almost all of them didn't play in this game. They they were on COVID <laughs> protocol. They Big brought Rona up about, about three to four guys off the practice squad, I believe. Yeah, and I just want to say, I picked the Browns to win this game, and it was close. And we did the pick so early this week, we didn't even have that information about the COVID stuff. It happened, like, what, I think Saturday or Friday night? Yeah, it was it was way late in the year. I mean, in the I would year, probably have me. picked the Jets. Really? I would have went with the Jets if I knew there was no receivers. We did say but it was probably going to be a close game. The Jets are annoying, man. I know they're 2-13. and 13, is it 2-13? and 13? Yeah. They play teams close. They don't usually get blown out. Hey, look. New York is dead set on Justin Fields. <laughs> Like you said, it's not Trevor Lawrence. They're liking Bro, someone else. I feel like Sam Darnold's buying himself a year. I really feel like <laughs> hey, that. Hey, Sam Darnold hasn't looked bad probably ever since the Raider game. The Raider game, he played decent, and we all know what happened against the Rams, and he beat the well, Browns what, today. What quarterback doesn't play decent against the Raiders? Oh, wait. <laughs> Hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there later. No, we're not, we're not there yet, dog. No, we're not there. Let's, let's pump the brakes. Okay, fine. Just this one time. Well, look, should we pump the brakes on the on the Browns? I don't think so. I you think that's like a really Browns, valid excuse? Yeah. I watched them throw the ball. First of all, they threw the ball, what, I think 55 times? Yeah. Or 53 times. They were down early. Yeah. I was more shocked by the Browns' defense. Maybe we should just reevaluate the Browns' defense. That's what I was going to say. Look, no one had COVID on their defense. Their defense was in full effect. They had their best players still and Miles Garrett. So what happened to the defense today? It's not like the Jets got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. They're throwing to Chris Herndon, what, uh, Taylor James Gabriel? Crowder. No, <laughs> J- Jameson Crowder. I always get those two little jitterbugs confused. <laughs> It really looked like Adam Gase kind of figured out the Browns' defense. Sam Darnold looked good. Frank Gore ran for 48 Future yards. Future Hall of Famer. No. Stop yes. it. Stop. You're out your freaking mind, Max. I don't want to have this conversation now. <laughs> I'm just going to say, being good for a long time doesn't get you into the Hall of Fame unless you're in the NBA. Um, I mean, it's not like he's a long snapper in the NFL for a long time, he was productive. Okay, if you're the best long snapper in the league for 20 years, should you get in the Hall of Fame? No. Why? Because you're, you're not the best that valuable. Your okay. See, this is where I kind of disagree. I'm like, if you're the best at your position or like top tier of your position, you get in the Hall of Fame. But he wasn't. He wasn't the best. He was always like that tier below the elite. Okay, I can name then- 30 running backs you take before him. In their prime. There is a lot, but it also a depends lot, on lot. who who do you look at. What's your criteria of a of a Hall of Famer? Well, That's what I'm it comes down to. Because everyone's you, different. Do you, all right, look. I'm not the NBA, okay? So no, not everyone's getting it. The NBA, if you played one game for them, you should get in the Hall of Fame, I feel like. Just let's let everybody in. They're already doing it, so just let everybody in. You got to be top three at your position for like five or six years. And then you got to be like top 10 for like a few years. You got to get some accolades along the way. I'll flush it out for you when we have the like the real conversation. Okay. I get you. But I think he's when great. It, 
I don't want to say he's a bum. He's no Andrew Wiggins. No. A lot of NBA references for me today. I'm sorry. Let you me just keep the NFL. I think you just hold your Hall of Famers to a higher standard, which is nothing wrong with that. It's just I'm looking at it from a reality standpoint, and I look at the other guys who are in the Hall of Fame, like Jerome Bettis and guys like that, where I feel like Frank Gore is at that tier and even almost better than guys like that. I agree with that logic about like the Jerome Bettises. And yeah, I'm sure Terrell Davis. Yeah, like dude, you had three good years, bro. You can't get in for three good years unless you rush for five thousand yards. Exactly. Or so, so I feel like if you let guys like that in, you got to let everyone in, in my opinion. And they and look, I agree with you. It should be the best of the best, and it should be extremely hard to get in. But that's not the case. Time will tell, and I. I think you're you're probably right, honestly. I just wouldn't put him in. I wouldn't vote for him, not off anything personal or I hate the guys. Just yeah, you got to be elite to me. And everyone has their own, you know, Hall of Fame. Baseball does it one way. Basketball does it one way. NFL does it one way. And, and you know, I hate one thing about the NFL Hall of Fame is they always make you know like the dirty guys wait, like the linemen. That's what I hate about the NFL. Yeah, I know it's kind of a tangent. But yeah, like some, some guys have to pass away for them to get in. Yeah, like Ken Stabler. Exactly. Always. It's always some... I feel like there's so much... It's politics. Politics, exactly. Like Eli Manning, another one of these guys. He's a Manning. He's going to get in. He should not be in the Hall of Fame. I know he had two great Super Bowls. Man, that's going to be a good conversation when we get there. We've already had that conversation, what, like eight times in our life? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, hey, let's move on. Let's go to the next game. I don't want to get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Turn this into a Hall of Fame angry max podcast speaking of a hall of famer which is one that we probably both agree on how about aaron Rodgers tonight blew out the tennessee titans in lambeau field with the snow going on and everything 40 to 14 the M- this mvp of the game was the snow the titans did not want to be in the snow <laughs> they were cold they were shivering they didn't want to be there they hated it did derrick henry change his uniform tonight are you referring to my boy AJ Dillon? AJ who I've been Dillon eyeing was all the year? one who looked like the NFL leading rusher tonight. AJ Dillon, <laughs> yo, I just want to say again that dude's a monster. AJ Dillon, at, people hated the pick. I don't know if you remember, they were pissed when they picked him in the second round. Yeah, because they wanted a receiver. And, I was telling you, I was like, bro, there's this guy, AJ Dillon, for Boston College. I think he's going to be like a third or fourth. You go watch film on him. You were like, that dude runs freaking hard. And I'm like, dude, doesn't he? Like, I feel like he could be like some sledgehammer. Like, he's like a better version of Gus Edwards. But man, this is the first time he's really played all year. Yeah, this, I was shocked on how many carries. I was like, keep on feeding him. Why not? Well, they ran the ball at will on them. But AJ Dillon had 21 carries for 124 yards and aaron jones only had 10 carries for 94 yeah he it was jones banged up or something no i don't think so i just feel like it was a saving him it was a aj Dillon type of game i just felt like he was just getting better runs the game just fit him more just demoralizing a defense aaron jones doesn't do that no i think aaron jones is definitely better than aj Dillon. there's no controversy brewing right there should no, not be. No, no. I, I love the combination the of Dylan. Yeah, I love the combination of Dylan and Jones more than I love Jones and like Jamal Williams. I feel like those two guys are too similar. Yeah, like exactly. AJ Dylan brings like the power run. To you the need team. like that um, smash and dash kind of combination. That Lendale White shout out <laughs> exactly. to Chris Johnson. Well, the original smash and dash, like um, oh, who was it? Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams. Oh. D'Lo, as you like to call him. D'Lo. Yo, any any like power running back and any speed running back, they immediately call themselves uh <laughs> call themselves smash and dash. Hell yeah. So Look. Packers obviously proved both of us wrong. I like what I see from Devontae Adams. He's the go, dude. He is he making a case for why he's the best receiver in the game right now? Or is it just a Rodgers effect? No, it's a Devontae Adams effect because we've had years of Devontae Adams being great. But this year, he's been 
more great, better than great. He's greater? healthy this year. That's a big part, too. He wasn't healthy last year, ever. I agree with that. And also, I want to say, I think the coaching's helped them both, too. They're not playing that you know stale Mike McCarthy pass offense where he gets a massage at halftime, doesn't actually scheme up anything. Yeah, and they even said Mike LaFleur uh, for the Packers, he was saying, hey, if we can hold Derrick Henry under 120 rush yards, I like our chances. They held him under 100 tonight. I love how that's the bar, though. It's like, he's <laughs> exactly. probably going to get 100. So that was our over-under question. <laughs> was it really? Oh Yeah, yeah I, that's what I said. That's I said, crazy. hey, is he going to get over 120 yards? What did I say? I think I said, like, dang, he's going to get right around uh, there. Yeah, right around like. there. And that's my question about the Packers is just, like, the big bodies on their D-line, like Kenny Clark, who's shockingly only 25. I Like, I saw that today, and I was like, man, he's been in the league for, like, what, like four years, right? Yeah, he's, he's been in the league for forever. He's he's a monster. Him him and Grady Jarrett are some of the most underrated defensive tackles in the league. Do you still have questions about Green Bay's rush defense after tonight, or – they, I feel like they answered it's a the tough bell. path in Lambeau. They definitely I, answered the bell. I'll give them that. I feel like Tennessee almost had to abandon the run, though. They got down so they early. They had to, yeah. They got down in the blink of an eye. I know he had 23 carries, but I felt like they were just playing from behind, so that was kind of like playing into Green Bay's hands. They're like, go for it. And Tannehill was bad tonight. He was bad. It was tough. He, he had his moments, though. He had a little 50-yard run, and after that. It, that was great. I don't My really blame him, though. I don't blame Sorry, him. I, I get what you're saying, but he kind of had to. It was bad weather. He he was trying to make something happen. There's a lot of throws he'll like to take back if he wasn't down by so much. Because, look, the reality of this team, their defense sucks. Okay? Malcolm Butler couldn't cover a soul. Dory Jackson couldn't cover anyone. They couldn't stop the run. Their defense no. is in a real bad spot right now for Tennessee. They're too good to be this bad. They have too much talent. I love the linebackers. I love Javon Brown, Rashawn Evans. Rashawn Evans, man. Can you, like, have some IQ out there? He had a penalty. I don't know if you saw it. He had a penalty. I think maybe the second or first drive of the game, it was a drive extender, and they score a touchdown off it instead of going three and out. I was like, God, that's, like, the stupidest penalty to get. Yeah, it was tough. Like like we said, they were down 19 in the blink of an eye. It's it's hard to stay committed to the run game after that. So, my dad saw Ryan Tannehill running. He's like, "Man, that white boy can run. Is he quarterback?" I was like, "Yeah, he's quarterback." <laughs> a boy, wide receiver, former receiver, man. That's what I told him, and he's like, "No way." I'm like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Man, I never saw that from him in Miami." I'm like, "Yeah, Miami was just kind of a doomed place to be back in the day." But look. I know they have problems on defense, and Derrick Henry didn't look good. Whatever. They they lost tonight. I get it. This team, though, is just one of those teams I feel like it's – once you think that, they, that they're dead or they suck, that's when they prove you wrong. Am I right? You're talking about the Titans? Yeah, the Titans. Oh, yeah, they got that, like, Eagles in them where when everyone counts them out, they're like, oh, perfect. Now we're going to play our best football. And I was thinking about how I said I trust them more than the Colts and Steelers. I think maybe I just trust Derrick Henry to just dominate games. And maybe that's wrong of me to think like that, but I got faith in the Titans. I know today was a bad look, tough look, but it's a snow game in Lambeau, and that's a tough place to play, and there's the road to the NFC Championship. It goes through Lambeau Field. Yeah, what what the Packers did tonight was the image of what we thought that the Titans could do. Because when it was snowing, when I seen the game and I seen that it was snowing, I said, "Okay, this is perfect. This this is the game that Tennessee wants. You want a game like this. You you want to be able to run the ball and utilize Derrick Henry and not let it be a passing type of game." And it was the complete opposite. The Packers looked like the Titans out there. <laughs> they looked like they had their their own Derrick Henry and A.J. Dillon. They beat the Titans playing the Titans game. And exactly. Have we ever seen that before? I don't think so. No. The, look, I was tough on the Packers in our, in our Pick'ems podcast, but, hey, you proved me wrong. It was a great job, man. A lot of it is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is... 
I believe he's what forty four and four four interceptions, forty four touchdowns and four interceptions. He's just at pace with Patrick Mahomes. It's ridiculous. They both are des- deserving of the MVP award. I'm gonna pretend like I didn't hear you. Ignore the transition I tried to do to get to the Raider game about talking about Miami. I'm kind of <laughs> salty you ignored it. <laughs> But I'm going to take us there. Is that okay? Can I take us there right now? Uh, go ahead. You own your life? Go ahead. You, you I, I do not owe you my life. I was correct in this game. Can you read that one text I sent you after a certain player got like an 80-yard touchdown? <laughs> you text me, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Nelson Aguilar, man. Game ball to him, even though you guys lost. John Gruden, you need to be better at managing the clock. And you know what? Just go ahead. Give your two two minutes. We're in the same position that we were last year. Literally the same exact position. We we started off six and four, and we lost the next five of our six games. It's unacceptable, man. And as far as the game goes, we all know what happened. Tua got benched. Ryan Fitzpatrick came in. Everything changed. Our defense started to get sliced up. Freaking Arden Key winds up pulling Ryan Fitzpatrick's um, helmet, gets a Yo, face mask. Top 10 play of the year by yeah, your boy. No look pass. Fitz magic. Damon Arnett, my guy, what were you thinking? Oh, my God. The, the cover two, he just was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll go I'm just going to let right the here. guy go, go past me. I'm going to worry about this little 15-yard area right here. That boy took that cheese. Jesus, dude. It was... It was sick to watch. It was sick. And I get it. I I get why Gruden did it. You can look at it both ways from an analytic perspective and and just the feel of the game though. Like do you really trust your defense that much? It, it just makes no sense. Okay, let me stop you really quick. You know you just talked about the feel of the game? Yeah. You remember what? Was it game Five of the World Series, Game Six. Remember Blake Snell was pitching, and they just yanked him, and he was dealing. Do you remember? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was because all the analytics say after the pitcher's second time through the order, you can't let him face up the third time. Exactly, and he's never pitched that many innings. Yeah, or some bull, bull crap. Yeah, right? it's like this is the t- same type of bull crap. You have to use the feel of the game. I don't care what the numbers say. We saw the Raiders defense that night. No offense, they sucked. Exactly. They sucked. The only reason they didn't get torched the whole game is because Tua equally sucked. Yeah. And We're we'll get, get into, into that. that after. I'm smiling. After, yeah. I'm, after, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> yeah. He, he proved why that me and you are not so sold on Tua at all. But it's unacceptable, man. It's It, it makes me sick to my stomach that a guy that runs a 4-3 and you can't get him open in your scheme. You're failing as an offense. That's completely unacceptable. A guy that runs 4-3 and you can't get him open. No way, no how? What is that? Honestly. I haven't seen much of Henry Ruggs since the Hail Mary. And I didn't see much of Henry Ruggs before the play. I feel like he's kind of faded down the stretch. The only thing I like about your offense is Darren Waller right now and Josh Jacobs. I think more Waller right now. I feel like Josh Jacobs, man... I haven't seen him bust a huge run in forever. He can't. I swear. He just cannot do it. He gets a lot of 10s and 15s and 20s, but, man, that, like, 25-yard run <laughs> might as well be what is, like, Loch Ness Monster. You'll never find it. Yeah, and I'm convinced. I'm convinced it doesn't matter how good Carr plays or how good the defense plays. There's always a phase in, in in our game, whether it's special teams, defense, offense, or even coaching in that matter. Something always winds up messing up. We can never get everything all together, ever. And it's you so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Thing? Yeah, it is Gruden. Your defense is, I think, the worst in the NFL right now, right? Just damn near. <laughs> If we undid the trade and put Cleo Mack back on this defense, it's still what? It's still bad. It's 30th, maybe, instead of 32nd? Right now, I think technically, in going into that game, we're at 26. After that night, we're probably in the, yeah, 28-29. I'm just so on, I just wanted to make that point because I always feel you guys get too much crap for that trade. 
Clomac's amazing. He was the best part of your defense, but one guy can't make a defense good. I, I don't think if you put Aaron Donald on this defense, you guys would be top 10 or top 15. I feel like you no. guys would still yeah, suck. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a collective unit of players. We, we need corners. We need linebackers. We need everything, dude. We don't have not one impact player. And I love Jonathan Abram. I really do. But the reality is, and Max Crosby, I love those guys. And none of them are impact players. We just have a lot of guys who you will love to be as a as a duo. Like, you will love Max Crosby if you had a Khalil Mack on the other side. You will love Trayvon Mullen if you had a Jalen Ramsey on the other side, like as your number two. We have a bunch of guys like that. We don't have a bona fide just number one dude. I feel like Miami's got so much dynamic stuff on defense opposed to their offense that has nothing dynamic except for maybe Miles Gaskin. And all your all your like dynamic stuff's on offense, right? So yeah. you guys are kind of like the antithesis of each other in a way. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Miami's offense. Miami's defense, I actually thought they didn't play great, but I feel like that's more of a testament of how good the Raiders' offense is. The offense is good. Carr's not the issue. The only thing I want to say about Carr is, you know, you could be a little bit more manly in the pocket, stand in there. But I feel like he just curls up on the ball sometimes. Yeah. And their Tua. defense took a big loss. They lost they lost um he landed Roberts. It looks like he's done for the year. That's a big loss. Yeah, he's not their best player, but he's just like the leader of that team. He knows the scheme. He's from the Patriots, Brian Flores, Patriot guy. It sucked to see, man. You could just see the respect people have for him. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Tua, man. Terrible. So a couple of weeks ago, we were talking. I think what game was it? Maybe the Chiefs game? It was right after then, and we were listening to stuff. We are watching stuff. People were saying, Tua looked great. Tua was amazing, right? And yeah. Me and you were like. No. <laughs> me and you both saw it, and we both were like, are we tripping right now? Yeah. I was like, man, I don't think so. I, I, had, to go double, I had to go double check some tape and watch some more like stuff on him, and I came out the same way. I said, I don't know what people are, are looking at. Maybe it's the fact that he did get a win, but I I don't like what I see. He he doesn't push the ball down the field. And Kurt Warner's boosting him, saying, oh, you know, I look at the tape, and Tua's really pushing that envelope. I'm like, what are you watching? Yeah, Kurt Warner was terrible that night. He, he is terrible. And his suit was terrible. It was pink. Yeah, he, no offense to guys who have pink suits, but that was trash. Yeah, he he was terrible. He was pissing me off. But I haven't seen Tua push the ball down the field. It's all dink and dunk. He had one pass on on Saturday. One pass. It was to Mike Gesicki. It was really early in the game that he actually threw a ball to the numbers and it had it had some velocity on it. Every single throw after that was unimpressive. It was a guy who was obviously being managed. And you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Alabama with Jalen Hurts. That's a good comp. It really was. And that's what, that's what it reminded me of on how they were treating him. He went 17 for 22 for 94 yards. And the scary thing is people are going to see the 17 for 22 and be like, man, he's accurate. He's really not that accurate. Yeah. Or at least yes, that game he wasn't that accurate. He averaged 5.5 yards a throw. He's not pushing the ball downfield. And it was day and night when Fitzmagic took over. He had nine completions for 182 yards. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, and the throws were night and day. He was, look, I tell people this all the time. The difference between the the, the pros and college, especially at the quarterback position, guys are rarely wide open. And I'm not going to say that they're never, but a lot of the times, the great quarterbacks, the good quarterbacks, those, those great quarterbacks throw guys open. So they can be covered, but the difference is, is that they throw them open. And that's right when Ryan Fitzpatrick came in, he was automatically just throwing guys open. So, yeah, to the average person, if you roll the tape and you roll the play all the way through, the guy doesn't look open at all. 
but he's so good that he throws them open. Those are the tight windows that everyone talks about, the transition from college to pros. And he's not playing with four five-star recruits against crappy, I don't know, Texas Tech, Louisiana Tech, whatever the schools are. He's playing. I know the Raiders' defense sucks. No offense. But these are grown men. These were guys who were elite at one point in their schooling. Like, everyone in the NFL was a monster at some point in their high school career. That's how you get to the NFL. Yeah. And And Kurt Warner kind of threw shots at him. (laughs) It was funny. He did say that. He was... He was saying, well, this is not Alabama. Guys are not running wide open. And I was like, it's true. It's comp- it's it's so true. Was that his only good like, yeah. thing he said all night? He was like one for 25. I can't stand Kurt Warner <laughs> announcing. He seems like a nice guy. I don't want to like hate on him too much. But yeah, the NFL announcers are tough sometimes, dude. No. Are, are the Dolphins going to get in? I don't know. I feel like Bill Belichick... They're playing the Bills. I don't know. I feel like the Bills might have something to play for. They will. No, probably not. Because what's the matter at this point, right? Kansas City already got the number one seed. I don't see the Bills being a team to pack it in early, though. They have some pride. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying maybe Josh Allen doesn't play. I don't. We'll have to see, honestly, going into the week what the situation is going to be. Well, I guess it depends if the Bills win Monday night. So we'll have to look, we'll have to see and. See what happens. Yeah, we're going to have to see what happens. Raiders I mean, are done, though. They're out the playoffs. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> let's just stick with, Let's just go to another game where just teams are done. Let's yeah. go through quick. Denver and, Denver and the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers won 19-16. This game sucked. No offense. Herbert's amazing. Broke Baker Mayfield's rookie touchdown record. <laughs> Drew Locke was not very good. I see what you mean by he's trash. I had some hope for him. It's gone. Anthony Lynn might have his job saved by her. No, he's going to keep it, man. He's going to keep it. And I, he seems like a nice guy. I, I can almost forget that he went to the playoffs a couple years ago and they went 11 and five. But even when they went there, like the same issues were like occurring. Like they can't kick field goals. They get punts blocked. Yeah. From, from a Raiders perspective, keep them. I love it. From a fan's <laughs> perspective, it's horrible. They might wreck this yeah. kid's career. It's going to be bad. And I don't it's know. Appear- I don't think they can wreck it. I don't think they can wreck his career just of how good he is. Because <laughs> he's doing good now. But they're going to wreck his potential. Keenan Allen because he throws too, too much. Look, the and, and they, might wreck, they might wreck it in pure Charger fashion. Look, Charger fans, do me a favor. Go on Twitter, Instagram, whatever social media platform you use. And start using hashtag FireLynn. That's what Charger fans need to do. Because that's the move that has to happen to stay to save herbert's career get a new coach in there anthony lynn is not the guy hopefully they fire him the game was meaningless no one really cared about the game moving on (laughs) yo if they don't fire i'm gonna start a hashtag on twitter called lynn sanity (laughs) jeez bring back lynn sanity (laughs) l-y-n-n moving on to the other saturday game that was on we got so should we call them the Glendale 49ers? Just just for a little bit more respect. Mm, they could be Frisco. San Francisco <laughs> 49ers. Well they they won in their own house. Oh, I mean, I guess it's the Arizona it was a neutral Cardinals field. house. It was a neutral field. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't it anywhere they play neutral because they have no fans? <laughs> Are they fake fans? I'm sorry. Look, well, you look, just always see New Jersey's. Cardinal Cardinal fans and the Cardinals really took a bad L. They lost twenty to twelve. Cardinals got bullied in this game. Yo, Christian Kirk, you could have put a little effort on that last pick. You could have tried to break it up. Yeah, you got to become the DB. No offense. Like, come on, like do something. Uh, Kyler got hurt, right? But he he's gonna be he, fine. He'll be okay. We've been seeing. I feel like their season's kind of done. Are they eliminated? Or they're still no, they're in the still hunt? in they it. To... They're still in it. I feel like they shouldn't be. They just like, don't just control their own destiny. Games. I feel like Cliff Kingsbury is probably the worst coach in the NFL against his own division. Like, he gets whooped on by the Rams. 
But they did beat the Niners week one. So Niners got a little bit of revenge. That's true. I get it. I just feel like Cliff Kingsbury gets figured out by the coaches in his division. I don't know what it is. Yeah, Robert Sala had his number this this game. Definitely. Maybe it's just the way he looks sometimes and the way, like, this offense has kind of looked. Because sometimes it's hitting on all cylinders and then it's stale, right? Like, the Giants week. Yeah. It's like, what are you guys doing? Because compared to last week, Hopkins was a non-factor this game. No show. I actually blocked out the events of last week in my brain, so I <laughs> really don't remember. It's like it's fu- it's like fuzzy. It's like PTSD when I see DeAndre Hopkins destroy like our secondary. <laughs> oh, you can't wait! You can't wait till I hear till you hear about what I have to say about our secondary after tonight after today's game. Jeez, yeah. If what the way it works with this team is. If Kyler doesn't score, their defense is not that good, so the defense can't hold up. The Cardinals, the Car- the Cardinals are in big trouble as far as making the playoffs. I feel like everyone this year, one year early on this team, including with Murray, just mm-hmm. with everything, they're everyone's a year early. I think next year they're really gonna take that big step. I feel like next year for them is gonna be like the Browns year. It's either next step or it's all gonna be a disaster. And someone gets fired. I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is like a wreck like Freddie Kitchens was. But, yeah, like you said, everyone kind of had this team being really good. And they kind of got off to that quick start. And they've kind of fizzled out. Like, they just never really were consistent enough. The Niners gave um, the Chicago Bears a little Christmas gift with that win. (laughs) I mean, let's just go to the next. Let's just go to the Bears game real quick. Jacksonville fans rejoice. You got Trevor Lawrence if he comes out. It'd be hilarious if he didn't. Just a troll. The yeah. Trubisky's alive and well. Get your second contract. <laughs> the Get your Bears. money, my guy, Trubisky. The Bears. Yeah. I don't know if I trust them in a playoff game, but beat the crap out of the Jags. Yeah, the Jags suck. They officially probably picked Trevor Lawrence today. They They literally selected him. Right after the right after the Jets won. They're just getting the lawyer started on the contract a little early. Exactly. They're they're already permanent marker on the card, getting it nice and ready. They're probably laminating it. It'll be all right. <laughs> they're probably putting kisses on it, you know, just having <laughs> calling having up priest, Trevor bless it. Giving his giving all his friends and family uh Jaguar gear. Slat slatting up the playbook under the table. Go ahead and learn this real quick, big fella. <laughs> exactly. It, it was a blowout, 41 to 17. Look, the Bears look good. They they were dead in the water water about three weeks ago. Oh my god, what a weird season. Yeah. Was it five and oh? Yeah. Five and one. Then by five straight losses. Now they've won a couple in so a row. So up and down. Matt Nagy's saving his job right now. Oh my god, we were calling for his job and he deserved it. He deserved it. Yeah. And people are going to be like, well, a couple weeks ago, you said Matt Nagy sucked. Well, he did suck. He did suck for like four weeks. Yeah. No, I I really do feel like the Bears are, are going to be the team to get in for that last playoff spot. But do they win a playoff game? No. They're pretenders. They're going to double doink it. <laughs> it's just hard for me to see Trubisky outdueling any quarterback in the NFC. Like – Russell Wilson or somebody? Oh, my goodness. Let's talk about Russ. My God. No, no, no. Let's talk about Jared Goff. No, you know what? Go with Russ. No, let's leave the let's, bad news for a he second. He was not Russell. Look, I had. Well, he's Russell. I had this gut feeling. I know I picked the Rams. And I shouldn't have because I know better. And when yeah, we were doing our Pick'em's <laughs> podcast, I was, I was talking myself into Russell Wilson because – is this just not a typical Seahawk at home, Russell Wilson throwing touchdowns, defense playing well? This seemed like a 2013-2012 kind of game where they're making goal line stops. It was great to see. The Seahawks, I'm very impressed. Their defense played with a lot of heart today. Jamal Adams made some big plays. And I know you hate him in coverage. And he has crappy hands because he dropped a pick today. But, man, his motor is amazing. Yeah. I love the Seahawks defense. I know they don't have the most talent. 
and I'm not saying they're good. I'm saying I just love the way they play at times. You know, when they're not like miscommunicating stuff and just letting receivers run wide open, they're like a good unit. Yo, Carlos Dunlap's been huge for them. Look, been huge. Look, we we were talking about it a couple weeks ago where we were saying one of the biggest problems with their defense is communication. You have to communicate when you play against Sean McVay's offense. That's the main key. They were big today, dude. The the whole game changed when they had that third quarter goal line stand. That was fantastic. Oh yeah, I think I think that's like one of the series where Jamal Adams saved the touchdown, right? With yeah. Daryl Henderson. Mm-hmm. A part of me died because I had Gerald Henderson on my draft uh, DraftKings. But you know, I was like, you know what? I picked the Seahawks. <laughs> I want to see the Seahawks win. Yeah, DK Metcalf had such a better game. They actually found ways to get him open because he just needs the ball in his hand. And he finished. Oh, my goodness. Did you see that play where they needed a first down, how he finished the game? He just trucked one of the linebackers for for the Rams. I can't believe that guy got up. I thought he was just going to lay there. He is so like, physical. Oh my God. I love it. And only only had six catches for, I think, like, what, like 60, 70 yards? But, like, what do you have the first game, like one for nine? Yeah. It was a tough game. The Rams' defense is still really good, so they weren't oh, going to yeah. go crazy. And it's really not the McVay offensive explosion; it's the Rams' defense and Jared Goff. What were those commercials? Oh, Remember, where it's like, "Hi, I'm Jared Goff, and I have satellite," and it's like some like the press guy, mm. and it's like you know someone who can't throw the ball and just throws the ball into the ground and fumbles <laughs> and throws dumb picks. He is like, terrible. I'm Jared Goff with DirecTV. Terrible. And now he's like, amazing, right? Jared Goff is so up and down. That pick he threw to Quandre Diggs, that was amazing. He just lofted the ball to him for no reason. Yeah, and it's crazy to think that Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, the number one and two picks. There's no need. There is no need. <laughs> we just talk about the number one pick. <laughs> Look, it's amazing that both of those guys are – Big trade candidates for next year to be Huge off contracts. of their teams. And they both got bags. Yeah, big, big bags. At least one won a Super Bowl. I was going to say that. I know he didn't play. <laughs> but look, I will say, Jared Goff had never been as good as Carson Wentz was. No. I will say that. Just, no. Yeah. Just to shout out my boy Carson Wentz. But Rams fans, why do you guys have faith in this dude? Like, there's never been an outcry for Jared Goff to be benched, right? No, probably ever since his rookie year, but I wouldn't say he's Yo, he's that bad. He's, he's I remember Eric Dickerson was calling for Sean Mannion to start. <laughs> he was, he was. At one point. But that was after his rookie season. He was kind of right. But now, you know, he had like the success. Remember the MVP talks he was getting because they were like the Super Bowl year? Yeah. It was him and Gurley. This dude is not that good. He's not mobile. He throws... Have you seen the way the ball move? Like is in the air? It's like a knuckleball. It's like crap, no spiral. It's not tight. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's it's not good. I, I Jared Goff is just not one of those quarterbacks who's going to carry you. They, I would have let him walk. I wouldn't have paid him that money. He's not a guy where if things are going bad, he's going to pick you up and carry you. You need you need everything good to be around him. And he's not the guy. I hope I hope the Rams move on. They're probably not. Who knows? Spe- speaking of quarterbacks who can't play at all, Dwayne Haskins, my guy. He absolutely is a bum. And I remember hearing people say, oh, he kind of had a good second half. <laughs> this yeah, right. Is, not this game. I'm saying last week. But yeah, people were like, second half, he wasn't bad. I'm like, he dug them in the hole the first half. This time, he was awful. He got benched, right? Yeah, so he was the sole reason why they lost that game. He is the sole reason. And look, don't give me this Terry McLaurin was out and they didn't have. Look, the guy was turning over the ball left and right. He had two picks. He got sacked multiple times. It, he, you know, you know who he reminds me of. He reminds me of Deshaun Kaiser a couple of years ago. Remember when Deshaun Kaiser was just a turnover machine? 
Oh my! Are you taking Deshaun Kaiser who was getting all that preseason hype because he had like two good games and then he went to the NFL in yeah. like the real season and went zero and sixteen? Exactly. He he. Look, Dwayne Haskins is going to be a bona fide scrub, and the best thing he's going to be is a backup quarterback in this league. He's not going to be a starter. Dude, they voted him to not be a captain after the strip club thing. Yeah, you don't want that to lead your team at the quarterback position. Yeah. The sad thing is is that they still have a chance. It's because that defense, and especially that D-line. Dude, he has to lose them the game. What don't people get? I feel bad for Alex Smith because I feel like they would have easily won this division with him. Yeah. Defense is single-handedly going to take this team to the playoffs if they win. Chase Young, lock. Lock for defensive rookie of the year. Absolute lock. Oh, it's easy. I mean, who's the other guy? Jeremy Chin, maybe. I don't even think he's been in the stratosphere as – Chase Young, and I mean, Chase Young made a Pro Bowl, so you know how good he is if he made a Pro Bowl. <laughs> you know, only the smart fans vote for that. <laughs> I mean, look, this game sucked, right? Yeah, it sucked. The red, uh, oh, I almost did it. I almost did it. I just heard red. You're good. You were saying color. Look, football team still has a shot. I hope Alex Smith plays next week. I hope they beat the Eagles. I want to see that defense in the playoffs. If Alex Smith plays, they'll be interesting to watch. Going on the Panthers side, I'll make it quick. This is the Panthers defense that I was talking about a couple weeks ago. I love their future. I love Jeremy Chin. I like Derrick Brown. I like what they got going on on defense. I like their head coach, too. Matt Rule's a good coach. I know they're, what, 5-11? and 11? They're going to end up 5-11 and 11 probably. There was some bright spots for this team, especially with basically what can we just call this here no McCaffrey? Yeah. He played like three games. Exactly. Atlanta in Kansas City. Oh, I like I said, I think I said this on the pot. This is the game Atlanta loves to compete in for no reason, just to lose it. Shout out to the chokers of the year, the Atlanta Falcons. I feel bad to be an Atlanta fan. <laughs> I just feel really bad for them. Yeah. It had the whole recipe for it. They caught Mahomes and the Chiefs sleepwalking today. The whole game almost. And look. A.J. Terrell had the game in his hands. My man just dropped it. Come on, Clemson. He had it. That was game over if he catches that pick. It was a great play, though, regardless. Oh, it was. And I felt bad for him because he's kind of had a very quiet rookie season. And all anyone wants to talk about with Atlanta is blowing leads and their defense sucks. Yo, shout out to my man, Sammy Watkins, for throwing a pick. I just love when non-quarterbacks throw picks. First of all, that play was so trash. Oh, let me put it like, what's the equivalent to that play? Is it like you do a super nice crossover and then brick the brick layup? The, yeah, brick the layup or shot. Yeah. They they had the whole team do the 360. They had the, what was it? Um, Mahomes did the like, little fake shovel pass. Da-da-da. Simi Watkins yeeted it up there for Mahomes. And Mahomes tried, though. <laughs> yeah. and And look. The Chiefs were not full force. They, like I said, they were sleepwalking. They they didn't really try until the fourth quarter. Atlanta put up a good fight. We know the Chiefs are going to be fine. They tend to do this a lot. The main thing I wanted to talk about this game, besides the actual outcome, how good is Travis Kelsey? I feel like everyone kind of forgot about him last year with the emergence of Kittle. And he broke Kittle's record, right? 1,377 yards receiving? Yeah. For a tight end? He Is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah, he's a lock. He's 100% a lock. And people are going to say, he's just playing with Patrick Mahomes. Well, he plays with Tyreek Hill, too. Nicole Hardman, Sammy Watkins. He still has to get his. There's a lot of mouths to feed. Exactly. And he's leading, I believe he's leading the league in receiving still, correct? I think he's second to DK. I think D or no, it's DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, it's still check that today. top three. That's still remarkable as a tight I'm end. I'm rooting for him so much to like lead the league. Just I think that'd be so cool. But he's probably not even gonna play next week, which is sad because you don't want to risk him. And they're gonna finish what fifteen and one, fourteen and two. Yeah, and they clinched everything. They clinched home field for the playoffs. Jeez, that's so valuable. The Packers and Chiefs are gonna be the one seeds, right? Yeah, the Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs, man. 
Um, moving on, irrelevant game. Cincinnati at Houston. This game was meaningless. It was so meaningless that me and me and Max forgot to pick this game. We <laughs> we apologize. Shout out to Max because it's Max who needs to apologize because I messed up. I forgot to include it. Uh, I guess I'll just give us both wins or whatever, <laughs> or give us both a loss. It, it won't matter. Figure something out. Oh, it's all right. It, it was a good game as far as like entertainment wise. Maybe if you were <laughs> shout out to Dolphin fans <laughs> because they have a top five pick because of Bill O'Brien oh my being goodness, a bum. For real. That's about the only thing. But shout out to Bum-o David Bryan? Johnson fantasy owners. Oh my god, that's my guy, David Johnson. Man, he ain't been the same came, since that one. My boy, year. my boy came through championship week. Shout out to anyone who had him. But meaningless game, and didn't really have no. No implications on it. Moving on to... You were a diehard if you watched that game, basically. Yeah. You were a diehard fan. Moving on to Max's team. Philadelphia at Dallas. Ugh, sheesh. Philly goes hey, down. You know what? It's all Jalen Hurts' fault. He <laughs> gave up the 37 points. No, I'm just sick of it, man. No one wants to blame Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying he played bad. I'm just saying... If this happened with Carson Wentz and he put up the same stats, he'd be like, oh, Carson Wentz sucked. He sucked. Our team sucks. I don't know if you knew this. As soon as Fletcher Cox went out the game, it was over. It was done for us. They destroyed us. Yeah, he had a stinger, right? Something like that. He had a pinched nerve in his neck. He'll be fine, but yeah. he got knocked out of the game. And Yo, Jonathan Vilma called this game. There's a guy on our team. His name's Jacket. He is so bad. Jonathan Vilma was calling him a bona fide scrub during the game, talking about get him out of there, coach. It was so bad. Amari Cooper showed up shockingly. Michael Gallup looked like DeAndre Hopkins. CeeDee Lamb had some big catches. Man, we suck, dude. Jalen Hurts played great. He really did play great. I called it. I was telling people all week, I don't see Philadelphia guarding any of those Dallas receivers, it's tough because you guys just don't really match up well with them. If if the Cowboys have a good quarterback and, you know, Andy Dalton was slinging the ball today, pretty pretty decent, and no pass rush after Fletcher Cox went out, it was tough. No, it was bad, man. You know, J- the bright spot is Jalen Hurts, but that's also probably a bad spot because it's just going to bring up so many questions about Wentz and what to do and – I'm impressed. I'm going to go down with the ship. I'm impressed. I still think Wentz can play. Look. But I'm, I am very impressed with Jalen Hurts. I am, yeah. Look, whether, whether you guys trade Wentz or trade Hurts, I like Hurts, regardless of where he goes. I don't care if he stays in Philly. I don't care if he gets traded somewhere else. All I know, that guy looks like a starting quarterback in the league. That's all I know. Should we give a shout-out to Deshaun Jackson because he made one catch for 80 yards, even though I said he would never do anything again? <laughs> but, I mean, we still got blown out. Man, came right out the gates. He was waiting for that one. <coughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. Bless you. I mean, people are going to be like, oh, look, you said he was done. He made He's made, what, three plays for the Eagles in two and a half years? Yeah, it's it's gonna be tough. Maybe hey look, Dallas is alive. I guess Philadelphia has the chance to save the Cowboys season next week. <laughs> yeah, Dude, if, they I do. A, if I was a player on the Eagles, I'd be sick. I'm like, there's no there's no winning this game. Like, even winning, you just get the Cowboys yeah, in. You just go out there and play. You don't worry about it. You just you wanna win. I kind of yeah, I want to win. I just want to see Washington make it because I hate the Cowboys more than Washington. Because I I know Dwayne Haskins is just a. I want to get Dwayne Haskins to the playoffs so he can just like you know lose what little confidence he has left. Yeah, and to be honest, that's the best. That's the best case scenario for any of the NFC East teams that make it, whether it's the Giants, the Cowboys, or or football team. I wouldn't mind going six and ten or seven and nine, still getting a good enough draft pick where you're not really middle of the pack, and you get to make the playoffs too. So not a not a bad combo. You were talking about the Giants. I think that's the last game to cover is Ravens at Giants, and 
the Ravens just outmuscled this team from the start. It was a Ravens beatdown. Yeah, the Ravens look good, man. But their best win was that that Monday night against against Cleveland. You mean the game where Lamar was quote unquote pooping in the bathroom? Exactly the the Paul Pierce shark game. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think Lamar pooped himself. I'm just gonna say he that. probably did. He was running in that locker room, like like if he had to go like like if he had the bubble guts coming out. Oh my gosh, are you really going to bring that up on the pod? <laughs> but look, th- this team, the one thing that everyone was looking forward to was the Ravens competing against the Kansas City Chiefs, and I don't see it. I don't see it. I, I don't see this team beating the Chiefs. I don't see them as a top dog in the AFC, like how we're looking at them in the beginning of the year. Yeah, I feel like they're going to make the playoffs, but I want to see more. I really want to see them against a good team. We're going to see that in the playoffs. Maybe they prove me wrong. I'm not a big fan of Lamar Jackson when it comes down to him having to throw the ball downfield and read defenses. I'm interested to see. Um, going on the, the Giants side, Daniel Jones obviously hurt, right? I forgot what game he suffered the ankle injury in, but yeah. He shouldn't he shouldn't be playing. He hasn't looked the same. I don't even think he really ran the ball at all. Maybe one or two carries. Yeah, and that's what he does great. That's what makes him kind of I mean, dynamic. It helps their team because when you're not a dynamic team and you can maybe like get like a cheap little dynamic play from the quarterback, it helps. Yeah. What do you what do you think about the Ravens? I think they can maybe win their first playoff game, but then they're done. They're just not in the tier of Kansas City or even like I'd say the Colts, Steelers, and Titans are in the next tier down. Yeah. I feel like they're in the Browns tier, which is kind of like exactly. they're a fun team, but we don't really buy it. I mean, maybe that defense, if they – I don't know. They're just such a weird team because they can't throw the ball and their defense is so hit or miss lately. And Humphrey got hurt. So that might be a big I think loss. He looked like he was okay, but I didn't really see what happened. Hopefully. Um, and you don't want Marcus Peters to be a number one corner. <laughs> hey, but look, the the Giants, one thing that really stuck out to me was they don't have any playmakers on offense or defense. Maybe what, Jabril Peppers? He's not even a playmaker because he doesn't really get a lot of interceptions. Maybe he'll recover a fumble and force a fumble here and there. And, man, I was so wrong about this game. I thought the Ravens weren't going to be able to run the ball well. 250 rushing yards later. (laughs) Gosh. But, look, would Saquon Barkley make a difference for this team if he was playing? Yes and no. I feel like he'd make a little bit of difference. Maybe he swings one or two games. But, shoot, maybe that is a big enough difference because that right there, you're, you're probably winning that division one or two games right now. But I don't know. What do you think? I'm kind of torn right now because I want to say yes, but I also want to say no. I do think so. And a a big part of it on why their seasons kind of went down these last two, two, what, three, two games when they had that little three-game win streak going, a big part of it was Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones just being hurt really, really just sucks for them. And like I said, they they don't have any playmakers Besides what Evan Ingram maybe, so I don't love Evan Ingram, man. He's so hit or miss. Yeah, he's he's hit or miss, and Saquon Barkley just brings that other dynamic to the team where you got to respect him. And if Daniel Jones was playing like that during that win streak, and they do that consistently, maybe they got a little something there. They they are a long ways of going to being any kind of threat in the NFC in general. They got a long way to go. But, hey, I like Joe Judge. Um, I think there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel for Daniel Jones. They still got Saquon Barkley. We know how great he is. They have a defensive line that's young, nasty, and ready to get after it. Maybe they got a little something in the future. I think next year is going to be really bright for the Giants, especially with the guys coming back. They're going to have some good players. Dave Gettleman's done a what? An okay job? Good job? He's kind of jury's still out, right? Yeah, jury's still out. They're young. They're gonna get better, and I feel like the division's really geared to football team and the Giants more than the other two teams. 
Yeah. I feel more comfortable with those two teams, which is crazy because in the beginning of the season, everyone felt like it was Dallas and and Philly by a landslide. Maybe it's because the Eagles and Cowboys have been the underachievers and these guys are the overachiever overachievers were having this like logic, but I think there's some something to it, man. I feel like the Reds ooh, almost, you did, almost it. did it. You almost I feel did like it. Football team would really be a solid team if they had a good quarterback. <laughs> yeah. And j- look, Alex Smith is nothing great. And just for him to to play, it's it's a big difference. So it makes you think what would happen if they got a guy, you know? Maybe someone falls to them. I mean, we're going to be getting into the draft stuff pretty soon. What, like another couple months and we're there? Yeah, almost. You know, we know where Trevor Lawrence is going. We don't know if he's coming out, though. Oh, he's coming out. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, hey. Hey, who's winning the Heisman? Let's, let's do it real quick. I'm putting my money on one of the Bama guys now. <laughs> Two Bama guys up for it. Look, is it going to be Devontae Smith, the receiver from Bama, or Trevor Lawrence? I think Trevor Lawrence winds up getting it. I think so, too. I feel like people are going to be like, oh, the COVID stuff happened. Yeah. It's not his fault. We'll give it to him. I would say, though, it'd be dope if a receiver won it, if someone other than a quarterback won it. Yeah. Hey, that guy's going to be a monster, though, Devontae Smith. I feel like he's a better version of Coop. I don't know. He's a Coop with a little bit of dog in him. Yeah. We'll see. I want to I want to see a little bit more from the Bama quarterback. I know I know of course he has great stats, but I want to see him, you know, a little bit more more games and um pressure situations. Hopefully they go up against Clemson and we see what that looks like, but Jerry's still out on the You know how Bama quarterbacks are. AJ McCarron and Tua. Last <laughs> who I can think of. Hey, hey, Jalen Hurts, another one. Yeah, it's Oklahoma quarterback. Shut up. <laughs> He's Oklahoma product. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But look, man, you want to call it? Let's call it, man. It's late. I'm tired. A full day of football. Watch some basketball. Watch the Clippers get spanked, oh, which brought a smile to my face. We're not going to spend time on it because it's game three in the season. No one cares. Yeah, if you guys want to hear overreactions, go listen to our last podcast. <laughs> Oh, geez, yeah. <laughs> but, look, we love all the support once again. Thank you, everyone. Um, if you're listening and you made it this far, congratulations. You made it this far listening to the best damn sports podcast out there. Nah. <laughs> but um, make sure to follow us on all the streaming platforms, all the social media uh, YouTube, Apple Podcast, Spotify. That is at Max and Juan Cast. For social media, for Twitter and Instagram, it is at Max underscore Juan Cast. Anything else? I just want to say thanks for a good podcast. It's going to be a hectic week 17 of football. We are, we're already there. With all the COVID stuff, there's going to be no extra week. The NFL powers through. It's going to be a fun New Year. It's going to be some good college games. I'm excited. I'm excited too, man. This is one of the one of my favorite times of the year. College football playoffs, football, uh, NFL playoffs coming up. Got the NBA season just kicking off. I love it, man. Love to see it. But everyone, uh, stay safe out there for the new year. Stay safe from COVID. Do what you got to do. 2021 cannot be worse than 2020. That's the last final thought I have about that subject. <laughs> There's no way it can't it can't get worse. Man, with that said, this is Juan. I'm out. This is Max. Have a good one, everybody.